Hi, this is Jalen for Dobbs, where tire buying is easy. At GoToDobbs.com, shop brands, sizes, pricing, and our amazing deals. With 40-plus locations, get same-day install. For tires, it's Dobbs. For deals you can use, click on GoToDobbs.com now. Another day is here, and you're ready for it. What to wear? Check. Breakfast, lunch, and dinner? Check. Planning for what's next and how to save for it? That's where Bank of America can help. For your financial to-dos, Bank of America has experts ready to help get you closer to your goals. Get started at one of our local financial centers or 24-7 in our mobile banking app. Find a location near you at bankofamerica.com slash talk to us. What would you like the power to do? Mobile banking requires downloading the app and is only available for select devices. Message and data rates may apply. Bank of America and a member FDSE. One major league home run pursuit has concluded with Albert Pools hitting number 700 Friday night in L.A. And Aaron Judge now has gone six games since hitting number 60. And he still has a couple to go to beat the Roger Maris record. The American League record of 61 set in 1961. We head to the Brown and Crouppen Celebrity Line and our friend Buster Olney of ESPN, kind enough to join us this morning. Buster, good to have you with us. How are you doing? Uh, glad to join you guys. Yeah, it, uh, it's, it's fun down the stretch watching uh, you know these players pursue these milestone home runs. And let's start with the judge because uh, Mark, in 1998, Mark McGuire just kept hitting him. And he hit 60 uh, one day and then 61. And I think he hit 60, 61, 62 in three consecutive days. I would have to believe, especially in the New York market, that there's a little bit of pressure now. Yeah, and I think that began to manifest on Saturday and Sunday, uh, you know, uh, because, because, you know, Judge is, is very much a team guy. Like, and, you know, he, I don't think he's accustomed to come to the ballpark every day uh, thinking everything is about him and all, everything at the game is all about him and his at-bats. But it really is in the way that it was with McGuire in 98. You know, I was at the New York Times then, and uh, I remember being in St. Louis and following that and all the fans showing up for batting practice. Uh, it's, it's so much about Judge that during his plate appearances, uh, there is a an absolute silence that that manifests uh, when he's having his plate appearances. You know, Reese McGuire, the catcher of the Blue Jays, or excuse me, catcher of the Red Sox over the weekend, told me about how uh, he, he, when the pitcher would start to go into his windup, you'd have this collective murmur from the crowd that would absolutely go away, and to where there was a moment of dead silence, and he could hear the swoosh of Judge's bat going through the strike zone and the contact of the ball and bat, he goes, I've never heard that before in a full stadium. Uh, but that's how much, uh, you know, they're locked in. I talked to Xander Bogarts, uh, the Red Sox shortstop, who's going for the batting title against Judge. If Judge doesn't get the triple crown, it's probably going to be because of Bogarts. And I said, hey, have you guys talked at all about, you know, going for the batting title? He goes, no. He said, we haven't talked about it at all. He said, normally when Judge gets to second base, he's such a great guy, and he's kind of joking back and forth, and, he goes, this weekend he's been totally focused. And, and Xander didn't mean that as a negative toward him at all. He just knows that there's a lot of pressure on Judge's shoulders, and I think we're starting to see it. Uh, you know, his at-bats last night were better. I think he, at some point he'll get there, but there is a lot of pressure on him. Hey, Buzzer, he's putting a lot of pressure on the Yankees as well for, for next year in that contract. What are we looking at, wow. and, and is it the Yankees or is it someone else uh, that can pay him what he's going to deserve? Look, the direct and perfect parallel to the situation with Judge now is what the, the Cardinals had with Pujols at the end of 2011. You know, everybody in baseball at that time, you guys remember, assumed, oh, they'll work it out. Albert's a franchise guy. 
and he's going to go back to Cardinals, and, and you know, eventually there'll be a number on the table that two of them will work out. Um, I think the same thing potentially could happen with Judge's winner, where there's clearly going to be an opportunity, I believe, uh, for another team to swoop in with a big number and take them away. And maybe that's the Giants, you know, the team that Judge uh, you know, grew up uh, watching when he was a kid in California. The Yankees offered him $213.5 million in, in March. Uh, I think they'll increase that offer. I don't think they'll go nutty. So if some team, uh, you know, puts out $350 million, I don't think the Yankees are going to chase it. And then we're going to find out what Aaron Judge really wants. We don't really know. You know, in the negotiations with the Yankees, uh, there hasn't been a situation where they put a number out there and then there's a counteroffer. It's just been no. Uh, and so we'll find out in the fall. Does he want 300 350 Does he want to play in another market? Which is all completely his prerogative. And, uh, you know, that'll all be revealed when he's in negotiations this fall. Buster, one of the cool things here in St. Louis now is that people are truly savoring this stretch run with Yachty and uh, and Albert, as they should be. But the, the Albert story, coming back for this final year and getting to 700 and having it be a good team, it's one of the best baseball stories for a season that I've ever seen. From the, the outside looking in, what's your national view of what's going on with Albert here in St. Louis? I'm really glad. I mean, first off, so happy for Albert, uh, but also relieved selfishly because it means that when he comes up for the Hall of Fame, I, as a writer, don't have to remind casual fans of how great he once was. Because <laughs> let's face it, guys, that's what we were looking at when he was released by the Angels. I thought his career was over. And I know a lot of people in baseball thought his career was over, where, uh, you know, if, in fact, that had been the case when his name came up for the Hall of Fame. You would have had to have written, hey, forget about these last 10 years with the Angels. He was an inner circle Hall of Famer, you know, in the first 10 years of his career, first 11 years of his career with the Cardinals. And here's how great he was. Now, this is an appropriate ending to his career where he goes to Dodgers, has a great role. And this year, having this tremendous finish, especially from the home run derby onward, where people around the sport are honoring him. And, and I got to say, I mean, Albert has so, been so focused during his career. That's what's made him so great that there definitely have been times when it didn't feel like he always enjoyed it uh, because of that focus. And this year, he's just taken such joy out of the sport, which is why he was going around and thanking Dodgers officials for bringing him back last year and, and, and allowing him to sort of reset. It, it's been really great for a guy who – now, everybody knows, yeah, he's an inner circle Hall of Famer, only the fourth guy to get to 700 home runs. For a town where we really didn't want the DH, we thank our lucky stars every day that we got the universal <laughs> yes. DH. Oh, 100%. <laughs> uh, yeah, that, that created this opportunity for this year to happen. Uh, and, you know, and, and you do wonder, like, you know, the fact that uh, Albert was able to have a – you know, when he was with the Angels, I think when they began to move him into a part-time role, that's difficult when you've been the guy who signed a big contract. But when you go to the Dodgers, you go to the Cardinals, and it said at the outset, we'd love to have you, but here's the part-time role, that's going to have a, you know, put him in a different mindset. I saw the same thing happen with Ichiro. When he was traded from the Mariners, the Yankees made it clear, look, if you want to come here, it's got to be in a part-time role so that by the time Ichiro got back to the Mariners – all of the prickliness and, and maybe you know issues and questions about 
you know, how is he in the clubhouse and teammates? And stuff, that's all gone. And it's all pure joy. Uh, and it's been a great summer watching all that. Uh, pretty cool for, for Albert uh, you know, and for St. Louis to have that. Hey, Buster, we've been fortunate here to see some great defense. And uh, Nolan Arenado, a nine-time gold glove, more than likely going to be ten-time gold glover. Randy has told me that these past few months has been some of the best plays he's ever seen by a third baseman. Uh, is, goal, is, is Arenado potentially one of the best third basemen to play this game, or is he, is he on the path to become that? Uh, no doubt. And look, I believe in the progression and evolution of players so that, you know, anybody who says that, uh, you know, Babe Ruth is, is as good as Aaron Judge, uh, I, I just scoff at that, you know. And so, you know, you've had this great traditions of third baseman, you know, through the years, Brooks Robinson, Nolan, Nolan's at the top of the mountain uh, with all the plays that he has. And, and part of how what distinguishes uh, him is not only his relentless preparation. I remember watching he and Alex Rodriguez in a segment for Sunday Night Baseball, standing and talking defense. You know, that was fascinating. But my God, the fearlessness that he plays that position with. Uh, you know, and, and that, you know, probably most embodied by, you guys remember that play made in San Francisco when he was with the Rockies, going over, diving into the tarp to make a play, rolled up tarp. Uh, he's, he's just so good. And he has such passion for the sport, and he has such fearlessness that he distinguishes himself. One more thing for Buster only, and this is in regards to the Dodgers. The Cardinals just finished up with the Dodgers, and in four of the last five seasons, they've finished either one or two in the National League in wins. And this just seems to be another year where we will prohibitively pick the Dodgers to win the National League. Is there a hole in the Dodgers? Can they be beaten? Absolutely. And in fact, I would push back on you in that regard and say that, you know, the Dodger team will go into the postseason uh, under a lot of pressure. Um, you know, we had the Dodgers in Sunday Night Baseball two weekends ago, and you, you talk to the players, they get it. Like everything they've accomplished this summer will be completely wiped away in the eyes of history if they don't win the World Series. You know, and, and I covered the 98 Yankees, uh, and that team, which I think is the, the best ever. I remember those players feeling that in the postseason. And, oh, by the way, there are three teams, I think, that can beat them in the National League. The Braves are a great team. And they had success against the Dodgers recently in last year's postseason. Uh, the Mets, DeGrom, Scherzer, they can beat them. I think the Cardinals have gotten better during the course of the year. Uh, and there are cracks in that pitching staff. You know, rotation injuries. They just basically took Craig Kimbrell out of their closer role last week. Um, so that they have a tremendous talent. They have more depth than any team in baseball. But yeah, their pitching staff, they're going to have to come up with, uh, you know, complete re rearrangement of the puzzle pieces to make it work. So I do think they can be beaten. Yeah, as, as you were saying that, Buster, I was thinking, yeah, Joe Torre wasn't taking Mariano Rivera out of the closers role in 1998. <laughs> with a week to go in the season? No. It, yeah, and Dave Roberts knows. Like they, they know how vulnerable they potentially are, which I actually think probably you know puts them uh, you know puts them in a better mental state going to the playoffs. To understand, everybody on that staff is going to have to pitch in because they're going to use them in unusual roles. Buster, we always enjoy having you on. You always bring great material. Thanks so much for the time. We appreciate it. Have a great day and a great stretch run here. Guys, I always love talking with you. Thank you very much. That is Buster Only, ESPN. Geico asks, how would you love a chance to save some money on insurance? Of course you would. And when it comes to great rates on insurance, Geico can help. 
like with insurance for your car, truck, motorcycle, boat, and RV. Even help with homeowners' or renters' coverage. Plus, add an easy-to-use mobile app, available 24-hour roadside assistance, and more, and GEICO is an easy choice. Switch today and see all the ways you could save. It's easy. Simply go to GEICO.com or contact your local agent today.